0: hi guys and welcome to a very special episode of the horror nights in podcast so my name is crystal and i'm joined by the iconic and legendary punk rock horror podcast for this episode so these guys are actually based in denver colorado one of my favorite places in the whole world and the podcast is run by two horror fanatics matt and cody so say hi guys So we also, of course, have my co-host Roxy, who is sleeping right now, but she might pop in depending on the topic. Uh, So this episode is a little different because I am also joining other horror podcast authors and a ton of other talented creators talking about everything horror for the entire month of October for a collaboration called All the Horror. You can check out the content by following the hashtag all the horror on Twitter for all the updates. There are actually already a ton of interesting and cool episodes and content uploaded, so go check that out after you listen to this episode. You can also follow me on all the socials: Twitter at horror daddies are us, YouTube, Instagram, Tumblr at Horror Nights and Podcasts, and of course I will have punk rock horror podcasts. All their social media will be in the show notes. So As you guys know from the title, we are going to be delving deep into two films, the first one being The House Is October Built, and its sequel, The House Is October Built 2. So of course I'm going to be giving you the Rotten Tomatoes, the IMDb score, plot, characters, and uh, Matt Cody and I are going to be uh, giving you our honest and horrific opinion about the films. So basically my theme for all the horror collab is found footage. But with it being October and Halloween time, I wanted to choose films that were based around the spooky season, hence these two films. So before we get into the films, though, I really want to spotlight my guest's punk rock horror podcast with a little Q&A. So guys, tell the people who you are about your podcast, how long you've been around, what made you want to do this. Just give me all the details.
1: So... We are the Punk Rock Horror Podcast, and first of all, thank you for that intro, that was so nice, you would call us legends. Yeah, oh, yeah, you guys are great! Oh, you even call us legends. I know, I just like, <laughs> what's up, what's up, what's up, It's like, hey, boy, the legend Cody. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think we got some some clout, you know, <laughs> to definitely brag about, for sure. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're, we're the Punk Rock Podcast, I'm Matt, and i Cody, and uh, we, uh, so we... I guess are you asking how we started or just what we do in general? Yeah,
0: so um, tell me about your podcast. Like, how long have you been doing this? Um, what really made you want to start this podcast? Because I know that you guys focus more on, like, the indie horror So uh, versus mine, which I know I do a lot of mainstream horror. So what made you want to really start a podcast like Punk Rock Horror Podcast?
1: We're doing it to take down the man, really. Yeah, right? pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> no, uh, so, <laughs>
0: just...
1: so, so we've been around for technically three years. Um, since oh publishing, we've been around for two years. years so uh, <laughs> we, we started in October 2017. Um, and basically what it was is that me and Cody were actually starting a punk band, just me and him. And uh, we were writing yeah. songs and we were getting riffs down. I mean, I was writing lyrics on one side while... Uh, recording riffs and Cody was, you know, drumming and you know, what still up, juggling all the jobs. Still juggling all the jobs. <laughs> uh, fortunately, fortunately, what happened is that Cody's rotator cuff, which I'm gonna let him explain what yeah, happened. Yeah, so back in like, oh, oh
2: fuck, I would say like 2011, I tore my rotator cuff swing dancing. Okay. And you know being a broke college student I didn't have health insurance so I never went to the doctor to really get it fixed and I just kept dancing because I was like ah it's just sore I'm fine
3: mm,
2: <laughs> ow. so it healed wrong and then when we started trying to do the punk band um I just ended up messing my shoulder up again just from practicing drumming and then still trying to go out swing dancing and I cook so I'm moving my shoulders all the time and it just it was too much for it and so oh. After that, me and Matt just kind of like, we are sitting down drinking one night and he goes, Hey, you know what? You want to start a podcast?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> awesome. He's like half right. So, yeah. what ended up happening is, so we put the band on the back burner because we're like, because uh, I talked to Cody and I was like, Well, we could get someone to replace him and learn the parts that he was playing and then he would have to relearn them or we just just wait. And so it was like, We didn't want to go through this whole effort of trying to find a new drummer to learn these parts and then eventually teach Cody all those parts again yeah. so we, we put the band on the back burner and then like one day when I was working like so I've listened to a podcast a lot like I've listened to everything from audacity to have a ferris to my favorite uh no sleep podcast and my favorite murder um, and yeah. I just like mm-hmm. started noticing that there wasn't really this huge niche being filled for indie horror And so I called Cody one day, and I was like, hey, man, I have this idea. I was drinking. Yeah, he was drinking. I was at work. It was my
2: one time off without working anything. (laughs) So I was like, I'm going to have some fun
3: tonight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to see sound. (laughs) (laughs) And so when I called him, I was like, hey, man, I've had this idea for this horror podcast I've wanted to do for a while. You're the first person on this list that I want this to do with me. Um, You know, if you say no, I understand. Give us some time. Let me know what you want to do And, Like almost in a sleep, but he's like, hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's like a center of attention to something. Of course, I want to do it. Yeah, <laughs> so so <an laughs> oh yeah. So I was like, dude, we should be a podcast that like, cause all of our favorite movies have always been B movies or indie horror. Like mm-hmm. obviously, we appreciate yeah. a lot of the mainstream films, but they've never like what hit home with us that a lot of indie flicks have, and so we're just like, dude, let's just let's make a podcast. Where we talk about certain themes in horror, how it came to be, and how it's influenced uh, modern media, and also let's review movies that we feel were horribly overlooked and deserve more attention. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, when we were coming up with names, I was like, "Dude, I was like, I got it. Like, I got the idea. I'm like, what What do punks do? What is punk? Doing things yourself, making a name for yourself. We're doing this ourselves. You know what we should be? And we and we like went back and forth and ended up falling on the punk rock horror podcast. Mm-hmm. And so from then, we just kind of like, we're like, okay, let's just record our first five episodes. Um, and from then on, we, we've been working on our format um, as we continued. I mean, on one side, a lot of stuff throughout. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 in some ways, it's been overwhelming because we just have a lot of indie creators coming to us and want to come on the show. And we love that. We love to bring them all on. we always preface that we're a two-man operation for the most part yeah Yeah, so so like a lot of stuff can fall through the cracks and it's not on purpose it's just that we you know we have so many people come to us that want that spotlight and we love doing that we've had a lot of great um directors actors writers and even comic book artists and illustrators come on Mm -hmm. to uh, to the show and it's just been this huge thing that has kind of is growing and is getting more traction we we uh now have a second show called Paranormal Princess Podcast that's ran by Erin McGarry. She's from Denver as well. She's mm-hmm. been on uh, Netflix's Haunted and is getting a big name in the paranormal field, and so she'll yeah. come on and talk about the paranormal field, and we also do uh, band interviews, too. Yeah, that was
2: fun how we started that because uh, we went to a buddy's of Ours concert, and we were like, we need to touch more on our punk rock part of our name. Because yeah, shut yeah. Fallujah. Fallujah. Yep, Fallujah, yeah. and... Uh, we weren't able to get his band on, but we, after talking to him, they they were like, yeah, dude, bands would love to be on podcasts and stuff for
1: interviews. Wow, and so that's so cool we decided to start doing band interviews And we've gotten some really cool names yeah. We met some really cool yeah. dudes and people uh, One that just recently came out that we were really excited about Was uh, Plasma Canvas Okay, Which is, uh, in, th- in their own words They're the number one gayest band in the world But
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's who we are Sorry, we're kind of like uh, going on a little longer than we expected No, no, yeah. it's fine yeah. I had
0: no idea that you guys did any of this I thought it was just like the indie horror So that's really good. You guys uh, are really busy Wow, I thought I was yeah. busy <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh How- jeez yeah yeah oh,
1: we can't actually ask people to jump on and work for us for basically free, like we're yeah. like that. We're not going to do that. Like so, wow. you know, if listening does want to help us with scheduling <laughs> bands and you know? <laughs> oh years. my goodness! You know, you know what? You know what? You should
0: look for something. Um, you should look for interns. Um, this could be something we talk about at a later date. I can, I we can, we can discuss. We don't have to talk about this right now because the show would be like four hours long. <laughs> yeah, but it's just right. an it's just an idea of something. Uh, but like I said, we can talk about that. So, um, my next question is, it kind. You kind of went into a little bit. Um, what is your guys's favorite horror films? So let me know.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> this, is, that's, this is always a hard question for Matt because he's just like <laughs> no, it like shuffles through several of them, but yeah. I'm pretty sure the number one. Yeah, my number one, without a doubt. And I actually watched it just last night. I actually, I, did. I introed some new people that have never <laughs> seen it before to the film and I'm not gonna lie I'm a pain in the ass when it comes to watching this movie because I'm always pointing out interesting facts about it because I think it's the best movie ever made <laughs> watching this movie with you it's like drinking beer with Harrison <laughs> it's just ruined for me I have to watch do it without you guys <laughs> we have a buddy named Harrison who who uh, got his studies in brew uh, in, in brewing oh okay and so, like,
2: cool he talks
1: about beer
0: Yeah. Oh, okay so
2: if you ever seen like the, the corny ass wine tasting on fucking TV that's what he does with beer now oh <laughs> I didn't even know there was
0: I a was thing.
1: Like, I Shout out to Harris. But, so, yeah. what is the film? So, mine is Evil Dead Two. I love the shit out of yeah. this movie. Okay, okay. I actually, okay. I actually have Ash uh, tattooed on my arm with the cabin and the possessed aunt on my arm. Okay, I love this movie okay. That
0: much. That's a yeah. I really, I, 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 do enjoy that film a lot. I haven't watched it in a very long time. I actually just watched the remake of the Evil Dead a couple weeks ago. So good. I forgot how good that film was. I actually watched it at night in the dark, like before I went to sleep, and I was like, "Oh, it probably wasn't the best idea." Because there are some pretty creepy, really <laughs> fucked up scenes in that movie. I totally forgot yeah, about.
2: Yeah. Like,
0: oh, no, the God. part that got That's to me grand was, grand was grand. the <laughs> part. It's like one of those scenes where
2: it's like I'm awkwardly turned
0: on right now. Like, <laughs> be, the part that got, that got to me I was was, was when <laughs> when her head was in the bag when he was like. Um, he was burying her alive I just couldn't, her face was so creepy and I can't get that out of my head At all But I, but I, love, I, I love
1: the climax of that movie so creepy. The most metal way a, a, a woman with a chainsaw Could kill a demon ever like, right <laughs> With <on>. raining blood <laughs>
0: So much blood, so much blood um, Okay, Cody, what's your favorite?
1: Uh,
2: mine it, Mine's actually uh, Grave Encounters Oh my
0: God. That's my favorite one too. (laughs) Okay. So found. Okay. So my, my favorite horror film of all time is house of a thousand corpse. My favorite found footage film of all time is grave encounters. I've watched that film so many times.
2: <laughs> yeah, me too. I use I watch it at least
3: once a year,
0: oh, porn, like, it's be, like five so times a year. But I fucking love that movie. Oh, it's such a. I was actually so close to doing Grave Encounters for this for this podcast, but I was like, ah. I know I was so I was it was like the third one that I was gonna do, but I was like, oh, I got I gotta do something that's like Halloween because it's like spooky season. So I was like, let me just do this. That's literally a haunted house. I know, <laughs> and the thing is, like I I've already done Grave Encounters for my podcast, so I was like, oh. I don't know if they're gonna don't want to hear me talk about it again oh my gosh that's so amazing a lot of people don't even don't even know about that film
1: i uh, know cody actually reviewed it for our show to yeah, make the I case it for oh, it's on so it oh
0: so good
2: it was our uh paranormal
0: oh so my yeah. god because, uh, that's amazing Aaron
2: and uh and um i think Jeff, was that it was either jesse or troy yeah it was
1: one of them yeah i don't remember
0: Oh my well, god, movies. that's amazing! That, yeah, that oh my god, it's such a good movie, and I feel like every time I watch it, I I see something different, and I like, I don't know, it's one of my favorites. It's amazing. I always,
2: I always catch a new ghost.
0: Yeah, that, that's what I'm, it. that's I what I'm always saying. Catch always catch something different. Mm-hmm. and then the ending I
2: always forget about the very end because like you always think it, it's going to end at this point but the end keeps going and then you think it's going to end I feel just, the oh, same the
0: way and I swear it has to, like the one time I remember I watched it I watched it for like I, I watched it so many times and I was like why is why can I never remember the ending of this film I swear they did something to that film like some like voodoo mm-hmm. thing to make you like forget about it and then when you're watching it being like confused and being like wait I don't remember what happens
2: yeah because that's what I to me and i like how they hint all at the time don't catch on to what like they're actually when they're actually talking about the past of the asylum the ending makes no sense
0: i know so I, that's, what I love about it. <laughs> that's so crazy okay <laughs> we'll have to go we'll have to do a podcast together on that one of these days so <laughs> yes oh, and also real quick
1: before we jump like I, I liked your I liked your episode on Tales of Halloween. I've actually talked Ugh. about Tales of Halloween a lot with Cody. Yeah. yeah. So you did a really good job. Well, and also, thank congratulations you. Congratulations to you on your
0: one year anniversary. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I started October 2018, so one oh. year after you guys. <laughs>
1: Yay. Yay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're, so, we're very over here. yeah, <laughs> so my next question, you kind of already answered it a little bit, but I was going to ask like how punk rock molds your horror choices. Cause I find that really interesting and different from other po- uh, podcasts out there. Um, you kind of answer that when I asked you the first one? Um, so if you guys want elaborate to on, elaborate on that, that's fine. We can move on to the next question too. It's up to you. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, we can elaborate a little bit yeah sure. Question, yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, so like, cause originally how we when we had the when we made the podcast punk rock horror podcast, like Matt said, we tried to be like, more like, uh, like the old time punk where we're trying to make a name for ourselves on like and trying to help like the little people, the little mm-hmm. guys like mm-hmm. get their name out by like interviewing or before even the interviews, just talking about indies or horror movies that we feel like we're super underrated never got its due whether it was like big screen or independent movies and then when we saw the show uh the show and a couple of the bandmates of uh, Fallujah talked to us about possibly doing interviews like we just we sat on it and then we ended up running with this saying like you know what? we want to get more into the punk rock and actually include music by interviewing bands and helping them get a leg up because then in turn, like, it would help us out, too, because, like, they'd be helping us get our names out by saying, yo, we were on this podcast, like, and
1: we got an interview, listen to it, listen to our interviews and stuff.
2: That's really cool. the way
1: that molded how we pick our films and how we do horror, um, changed everything differently. So, like, one, by the way I love this podcast so it's like not shade at all it's just the example I go with so uh, nightmare on film street a fantastic podcast Oh I
0: love them they're so, yeah they're really cool they're big yeah. f- they're they're really good like supporters for small for smaller podcasts
1: Oh yeah they're they're fucking awesome I'm like I'm not going to lie like I'm really hoping one day they name drop us on one of their <laughs> episodes
0: <laughs> Me too cuz they crazy, yeah cuz they follow <laughs> they follow you don't they they follow you on Twitter yeah, yeah they follow, us, they then, follow like, me on twitter mind. too i, I was like really <gasps> <exist. laughs> i know i was like oh my god like kim like follows me on instagram and like likes my pictures i'm like oh my god they're actually <laughs> like well currently at the, yeah really cool. oh my god the they're ever, so cool it-
1: I hope any three of us actually get to talk to them one <laughs> yeah. I
0: know, I love their podcast so much, and I love. So, well, currently at the at the time of this recording, they are on like an RV trip. They're currently in Sleepy yeah. Hollow, so they're just living the dream as um, horror movie review podcasters for sure. <laughs> yeah,
1: a lot of lucky sons of bitches. Yeah, but we love <laughs> them. <laughs>
0: no,
1: for for sure though. Yeah. No. Uh, so so what happened? Is that we ended up, uh, you know, just kind of, so me and Cody sat and talked, like, so when we review our movies, basically, um, how they do it is they'll tell you which movie to, like, watch over the other. And that's kind of what we were going to do to begin with. And Mm -hmm. then when, you know, music became more part of the thing and punk became more part of the thing, we're like, look, dude, we have this spotlight that we can give to these creators that are actually making movies, not just to make money, but to Mm -hmm. actually provide a passion that we all share with horror. And so we structure our reviews in that we still will name pros and cons, like, things that kind of irk us and, like, hurt the film. Yeah. But we still end on, like, why it's a good watch, why it's Absolutely,
0: working. absolutely. Yeah, at least,
1: like, one watch just to give it a chance. Yeah. Like yeah. So, so, so we definitely aim for that type of um, atmosphere when, when reviewing our movies because we – even though we do go heavy and on our cons, we still – we're trying to paint a clear picture of what this movie is because we also started the podcast to also um, – not just relate to horror veterans but also be kind of a portal for people who aren't you know who maybe want to get into horror for their spouse or the best friend or mm-hmm. or just want to get into horror in general but are a little scared about it so mm-hmm. we that's why we discuss everything so in depth is to not just paint that clear picture but also because we want people to be enticed to watch the movie. Okay. Um, and so, so we so yeah. that's how Punk and you know inspired us because punk was all about um, doing things in the underground, making a name for yourself, um, you know, starting your own record company, starting your own band, doing things yourself. And we're like, we got this podcast, we're doing it ourselves. And mm-hmm. um, with us just bringing that punk, you know, culture into what we do um, it's just been it's been really humbling because we actually um, been able to have like a very successful and positive partnership with Colorado Punk Rock Army, and they're a, mm-hmm. they're a business out here that strictly uh, works in promoting and booking shows for punk and underground bands. And so they heard about us and we, you know, talked to them and reached out to them. And it kind of just, it kind of goes back to what, what I mentioned earlier, that it blew up into this huge thing that we didn't know it was going to be. And it's, yeah, because we started getting a lot of punk bands yeah. Like saying, yeah, we
2: wouldn't be on Oh shit. my God, and that is like, oh, so shit.
0: cool. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I never, yeah, I didn't know any of this. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Like I love doing my research and I went on your guys' Twitter and your website and everything. But, um, definitely very cool story behind that. That's really interesting. Wow um okay thank you for that answer that was great so the last question i have before we get to the films is what is your guys's favorite halloween memory
1: do you go first Mine's <laughs> my, a little shorter but it is a little shorter so my <laughs> my uh, i have a lot of them definitely but probably my favorite one is that i think it was like seven or nine years old and it was when godzilla came out the one with matthew broderick okay <laughs> so that one. and so oh god it's terrible seven nine-year-old matt loved just loved anything where di- anything dinosaur-like would eat people. Mm-hmm. So since that was, like, in yeah. boatloads in that movie, like, it was 100%, like, approval for me. Yeah. Like, now that I'm older, I can kind of see it for what it is, that it's not the greatest Godzilla ever, by <laughs> far. But, like, don't tell that to seven- or nine-year-old, Matt, because he loved the show
3: <laughs> so much. So. So. Seven- and nine-year-old Cody would kick me in the shins
2: for, to, like, talk bad about, about that and Batman and
1: Robin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what ended up? So I got the costume that came out when the movie came out for it, um which was the Godzilla costume. <laughs> yeah. So like it was a full on like it wasn't. So like the mask was rubber. Like it was a traditional rubber mask, and like the clothes weren't like cloth
3: mm-hmm. per se.
1: Like I don't know what they're kind of latexy. That polyester. To, yeah. It was, yeah. It, was, it was more like, like latex, polyester, polyester mix to show off the scales of Godzilla. Uh-huh. So um I had. I have ADHD and this plays into it too. When I was younger, my ADHD was so bad as I would forget very important details. Um, okay. just because my brain is so, was so active then. And so I, when I dressed up to go to, in that costume, I actually didn't wear anything at all under. Uh, that costume. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it was really funny because like Colorado in October, like <laughs> it, it, it's either going to be extremely cold with a wind chill or just really fucking windy okay. and slightly cold. Like okay. it, yeah. you're going to get that wind chill yeah. no matter what. Like either way, that wind is going to be there more oh, often than no. not. no. And so... So it's funny because like the only way we found out the only way my dad found out that I was naked under this costume was that the where the tail uh, was in the back <laughs> would flap up and you all saw that bare ass.
0: And oh was just my like, god. To
1: wear. And like i just and I look at him and I'm just like, I'm not wearing any underwear, it's too hot. <laughs> and he's like, We're going home now so like and we're already like halfway across the neighborhood at this point. <laughs> and he's like, God damn it <laughs> like that's like Pick up my that's naked funny. dumb ass to take me home just
0: to go at least pull underwear. <laughs> you were so excited to go trick or treating, you just wanted to put it on, you didn't even care what was on underneath. I was, I was, I was a method actor. I'm gonna be Godzilla. Godzilla, Godzilla doesn't, doesn't wear underwear. underwear
3: so
0: neither do I. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, that's good. What about you, Cody? What is your favorite Halloween memory? Um, okay, so I'm gonna
2: go with one. It's, it's bittersweet okay so but it's just so uh, um this was like I would say like four or five years ago um I decided to go as a stormtrooper for Halloween but I didn't want to be any stormtrooper I wanted to be a suave stormtrooper okay so I wore like a butt- nice button-up a vest a tie and slacks and my stormtrooper helmet okay <laughs> And so I was just having a great time. Uh, me and a bunch of friends are hanging out at a, a nerd bar that was up here in Fort Collins. It's closed down now. But we were just hanging out there. And then I decided to go to Old Town. Very bad choice on my end. I should have just went home because nothing good happens after 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and so I decided to just, I was like, ah, fuck it, Talloway. Now we got to work tomorrow. I'm going to have fun. <laughs> uh, and so get I get to Old Town and then I I don't remember as a whole lot happened between when there and when we got to this burrito place. And so I just remember being in a very bad mood when I was at the burrito place. I was talking to a friend on my on the phone, on my phone. I had it like up under my stormtrooper helmet. Oh my god, <laughs> <I lost it. laughs> And then I just remember like kind of hearing like footsteps and <laughs> so i look to the side and given up in my stormtrooper helmet i know why people can't but like i know why stormtroopers can't hit anything like you can't see where shit in those helmets oh <laughs> so they whisper them they're not, i see why they miss but i hear these footsteps and this dude was coming at me and he had his fist rate was about to hit me hit me so what? i had my hand one hand in my pocket and another hand on my phone so the only thing i do was fucking headbutt this dude
0: oh my god so I
2: headbutted this guy my helmet shatters <gasps> <laughs> and so i pick up and like i was able to like catch the pieces because it's only a two-piece helmet and so he oh falls my on my god and his he just stands there with his mouth open and he looks down at his friend, and his friend looks at him, and is like, you gonna do something? Help me out here, man. And his friend's like, nah, you fucking started this, man. <laughs> <laughs> and they, like, walked away.
0: Wait, why <laughs> why, why was he gonna punch you? Was I don't he... know.
2: Like, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't, I think he was having a bad night, too.
0: So he, did, he wanted to punch you? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so Crystal, you got to understand oh something. My There's god. a hot point he's like, for, for no reason at all, he would just be involved in random fights. Yeah, Some of them he did start, yeah. but a lot of the other ones he was just kind of pulled into.
0: Oh yeah, like, my like, god. Like, one
1: time at a bar, like, I literally went up, went to the bathroom,
2: and I came back, and some dude just flipped out on me and tried to hit me in the face, and what I was just like, fuck? What the fuck? Like, my old roommate was just standing there, and he, like, <laughs> and he like, came up to me afterwards, because the, bar-
1: the bouncer got the guy, and he's like,
2: What did you say
3: or do, Cody? I was like, nothing. Oh my
2: god.
1: And there was also the time yeah. where you had like a glass like fly
0: right by your head. Oh, that Halloween! Oh, that's <laughs> oh a good Jesus! One right you need to stop. One. Just stop going out on Halloween. We're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna move okay. into the films in a minute. Um, that's oh. maybe you should stop going out on Halloween. But that's like well, telling well, Jesus well, well, he can't celebrate well. Christmas or something. So yeah, do you want, do you want oh,
1: to hear so about the? Do you want to hear about the glass story being thrown at his head? <laughs>
0: Um, let's save it for when I'm a guest on your guys' podcast, because I want to, I want to, uh, I want to hear about it. I want to hear about it, uh, but I feel like I'm just going to, this is going to take over the whole show, because I'm so interested <laughs> to hear. You don't have a punchable oh. face.
2: <laughs> I know, well, like, okay, so the, the reason why... Oh my
0: god. Was,
2: so, I would hope not. No! why, like, the Stormtrooper one is such so bittersweet is because... The guy gets to go the guy that head-butted gets to go home with a better story than I do cuz I'm like Yeah, yeah that's I true. the dude and I'm like fucking, they left you me You broke alone. your broke he your mouth. home and like they're like why do you have a black eye? And he's like I fe- decided to try and pick a fight with the one stormtrooper that can hit something.
0: <laughs> that's you, funny. I think it's something, <laughs> I think
1: it's something about you. like the last (laughs) thing i'm gonna add into that
0: so we can move on Uh it's just
1: funny enough uh when me and cody first met i actually thought we were gonna get into a fight
0: oh Um, my god (laughs) cody what is up with you i don't
2: don't know like we we first met in the nurse's office and i was oh my god his mom mom used to be the school nurse and she was just bandaging my leg because i busted my leg up in a mosh pit the night before Uh uh-huh and so she's just wrapping my leg and matt comes in we're just both more like what's up and then he walked out and then like he fucking tells me like two years later yeah I wanted him. I thought we were gonna get into a fight after that oh my
0: god like, well I don't feel like, are like are I need to fight you today? oh my god that sucks all right well definitely yeah, save well. some of those stories for when I'm a guest on your guys podcast we're gonna move into the films yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so funny I was not expecting any of that. Um, Okay, guys. So, you know, usually I start with the Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb. So I'm kind of going to put them together a little bit just so we can move on to getting into our opinions about the films. So the first film, uh, House is October Built, um, actually got a 60%, but only 20% of the audience liked it. Um, And then the sequel of the film got a 17%, but 53% of the audience liked it. Um IMDB they kind of got the same score the first one got a 5.2 the second one got a 6.0 so it looks like um the you know obviously the 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 critics on Rotten Tomatoes preferred the first one over the over the second one um both films were actually written and directed by Bobby Rowe, also Zach Bobby and Jason who are in the film as well. Um, so a quick short synopsis of both of them. The first one, we have our five friends are stalked by a group of mysterious and disturbed individuals while on a road trip looking for the ultimate haunted house attraction. And the second one... Um, Recovering from the trauma of being kidnapped last Halloween by the Blue Skeleton, a group who take extreme haunt to another level. Five friends decide they must face their fears in order to move on. So basically they head back out on the road to visit more haunted house attractions. And while they're doing that, signs of the Blue Skeleton start appearing and the new terror begins. So before we get into a more uh, longer summary that I have, I was going to ask you guys how you feel about found footage. Cody, I obviously know that you like found footage because of Grave Encounters. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So how, Matt, how do you feel about found footage films?
1: So, I mean, for me, like, it, for me, it's more kind of like it took time for me to appreciate it a little more. So when it mm-hmm. started out with uh, the Blair Witch Project, like, that was the first one I ever saw. Okay. And so at first was like this most terrifying like, thing I've ever seen because I I've never seen found footage before then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I, was, I bore witness to the whole um, just popularity of it booming. So I, I guess for me, like, I, I do appreciate more now. I mean, when we talked about this on our episode with it, um, we agreed that there's a, there's a right way to do it. Um, yeah. My biggest caveat with found footage is if there's no good explanation for why the camera's there
0: okay um, mm-hmm.
1: so it, it, it that's where it hurts me because like found footage is supposed to be a very violating of private space kind of feel the of atmosphere of a film mm-hmm. and if you can't explain to me why there's why there's a camera then then I get really upset I actually praised as above so below yeah that's <laughs> a good they, film mm-hmm. they did the camera work it perfectly. Like, yeah. Because um, cause one thing I even brought up was just that I don't understand why I don't they use the camera as a weapon and, and then actually do that and As Above, So Below and that made me yeah. love that movie even more.
0: Yep. Okay. Yep, I did. I think, I, yeah, I did that one. Um, I've, I've done that film. That's one of my favorite uh, found footage films along with Grave Encounters. Um, okay, awesome. Cody, did you want to add anything to that? Like how you feel about found footage? Um, you know, is it, is it uh, besides Grave Encounters? Do you... Um, like this genre?
2: Yeah, actually, I, uh, it, found footage actually had a grow on me, mm-hmm. which I think is funny that my favorite horror movie is a found footage, and I honestly <laughs> yeah. didn't like it at first, like just the found footage stuff, because yeah. I didn't get into Blair Witch. I honestly couldn't get into it when I tried watching it, and Cloverfield <laughs> I thought was okay. I didn't like the shaky cam as yeah. much into it, but honestly, uh, Quarantine – the rec remake so the first one is actually what I started getting interested in, and then what sold me on it was when I first watched Grave Encounters because I saw like the trailer for it and stuff and I love the fact that it was like a satire of Zach Bagans Yes, yeah, <laughs>
0: so the- good
2: the- mm-hmm. and the trailer like checked all the boxes for me and I wasn't expecting to have found footage of it but then when I finally watched it I was just like this is fucking great. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't mind that. And I'd liked, just like what Matt said, justification for the cameras in the movie, you know, because they were setting up doing the whole Ghost Hunters thing and stuff. Correct. So that's what I, it really got into it. And then I saw As Above, So Below and Love That Movie. And I was just like, you know what? I, I think I actually do like found footage movies because yeah. I started watching the Wreck movies and then I got really into the VHS movies. And Those are good too. I, like, Those are sold me on it.
0: Those are very scary. Those are very creepy. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: The only thing, my biggest critique on those, though, is there's usually just one good skit.
3: <laughs> so.
2: Yeah,
0: it's kind of like an anthology. kind of reminds me of you have to find one that you like. Um, okay, awesome. So now I'm going to move on. I'm going to uh, just talk about um, a short summary of the films. Um, as my listeners know, I do like a deep dive, but... With my podcast hitting one year, I'm I'm wanting to start to do things a little bit differently, um, have more of my opinion in there. Um, So... Uh, I want to start with the first film so we have our five friends uh brandy zach mikey bobby and jeff who want who go on this extreme haunt road trip in october 2013 and we learn how some parts of the found footage were actually filmed by blue skeleton which is an underground haunt with no fixed location so the film is interlaced with news clips interviews with the haunt workers and basically their overall experience in the haunts and in their rv so as the film progresses the haunts get scarier and almost real. Um, we aren't sure who or what is real is real anymore. And the friend group is getting more and more scared. Uh, like the haunt actors start knowing them by their names. Telling them they're going to die. They finally get some information about the extreme haunt called Blue Skeleton from a couple people. And it's actually in a New Orleans, Louisiana that year. Um, then about an hour into the film we start seeing creepier things happen to the friend group. Like we see the blue skeleton is recording them when they're sleeping. They get the heart in the fridge. They get that really creepy bar at the end with the giggles, the clown. Um, Then we have like the haunt actors outside the RV. And then essentially the film ends with the five friends being buried alive. And we assume they're all dead. So then we have the sequel, which actually picks up right from where the last one ended. But Brandy is now blonde and she refuses to go on their extreme haunt trip since the last time she ends up in a box in the ground. Now it seems for the sequel they have a uh, bigger budget like they have a drone now we are getting paid they're getting paid to go to these haunts and post about it on social media. Eventually they get Brandy to come and then it's like a huge long commercial for haunts all over the country. Um so also the guys are really pushy towards Brandy to come and um so this, it kind of ends with like it's a revenge story for Brandy. She plays the prank of shooting her brains out in the end, but then it backfires. Um, you know, with the leader of the Blue Skeleton actually watching over the entire thing. So I have to assume that nobody got paid and everybody kind of went home like pissed off and losing their friendship. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like it kind of just like panned up and we're like, okay, it's over now. Um, so my first question to you guys is, I want to know if either one of you would ever... It's actually like a three-part. So I want to know if either... If you guys would ever go across the country visiting haunted houses.
1: Hells to the yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's different. So I'm totally down to go on houses, but I don't know how I feel about extreme ones.
0: Yeah, okay. Like,
1: like, I mean, if it was for, like, if the question was, would I do it for the podcast? Like, yeah. Like, without a For doubt, sure.
0: It mm-hmm. Good?
1: I will definitely. I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna, the time. <laughs> I'm gonna complain the entire time. but I will have a fem. I will have a feminine man scream <laughs> on our Instagram. So,
0: so if you, <laughs> so if you found something along the way like blue skeleton, would you pursue it?
1: Well, I, I, I don't I know.
2: Wouldn't, I wouldn't pursue like hardcore. You okay. Know, you know, like I'm like you know, I still got a, I still have a jobs to go to. Yeah. Like, so. But like in a perfect world, right? yeah. Like, but I don't know. Like I would definitely be up for like extreme haunts, but they're like you have to hunt us down. Like no, nah, I'm not putting in that much effort. Man. Yeah. So
0: yeah. yeah. Really. Okay. <laughs> like, like,
1: there's a scene in like the second one where like she wakes up in like the like where they are. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like and all the other dudes are missing. Like like we were talking about that. Uh huh. Like not gonna lie, I don't know if I would put it like I might. Like, I, would, I guess I'd have to think about like this. Like, if I knew it was, like, part of the haunt, then I think, like, at some point I'd want to put in effort. Correct, yeah. But then yeah. also at some point I might get bored and, like, just start checking my phone.
0: Really? Oh, my God, no. So, I'd be panicked the whole time. Really, again, it
1: depends on <laughs> context. I also think, you know, like, it, it depends, like, how long it is. And so yeah. I guess if it was strictly, like, the blue skeleton, I more than likely would be Brandy in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, like, freaking out. But I would try to keep my cool and be like, look, you still did a lot of horror movies. (laughs) Oh, my God. If there were extreme, super
3: extreme haunted houses and stuff like that to where they were fucking with me
2: that bad, I would just start decking anybody I didn't know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I feel about that. So I kind of wanted to go off a little bit. Um... So I wanted to ask you guys about the McKamey Manor. So I'm going to explain to you what it is and then we'll go from there. So it's basically a non-profit haunted house attraction. And it's one of the major ones to pioneer the notion of the extreme haunt. So, McKamey Manor was founded in San Diego by resident Russ McKamey, and he, um, it was originally located on his property, but now he has two locations, one in Tennessee and one in Alabama. So, basically what it is, is the extreme of the, of the extreme. They simulate drowning, kidnapping, being buried alive. You get things thrown in your face, tied up, and it, it's essentially you living out your horror movie. It can last up to 10 hours. Um, you basically sign a waiver. There is no safe word. Um, there's a documentary on Netflix called Haunter's The Art of the Scare, and it's about an hour and a half long. You can watch it now, and it goes into great detail about this McKinney Manor and just how fucked up it is, um... So if you guys, you can actually go online and look it up. And basically what Russ does, who is the creator of this, he posts every single video on, he basically takes his uh, camcorder and records um, all the participants, everything that he does to them, and he puts it on YouTube. And it has like millions and millions and millions of hits. It's like one of the most, it's rated the most extreme haunt that's out there. So would you guys ever do something like that? (laughs) (laughs) So
1: I I want to let you finish, but actually I know exactly what you're talking about. I watched what you're talking about. Yes. And I watched like a secondary documentary where they were just talking about the the most extreme haunted houses in general, and like he was a heavy subject. Yeah. So I know everything that you're talking about. Yes. Do you uh, want to start off on this one, or man? Uh, you know? Do you want me to help fill in some of the gray area? I'd, I'd.
2: I just couldn't... The whole the drowning part got me. I was yeah. Like, no, no. Anytime, yep. like, if you want to simulate drowning, like, fuck no. Like, yeah, st-
0: they, like, put you in a street jacket and chain you into this, like, cage thing, and then they drop <sighs> yeah. the cage into water. They also, like, they tie you up at one point, and they, like, they... I, I, I assume it's, like, just, like, a thick thicker liquid with like um food coloring in it but it looks like blood like it's disgusting at one point in the um documentary he says to the scare workers he says if they throw up just pick it up put it back in their mouth I'm like oh my god like I could never do that yes it is so fucked up it is so So, fucked up
1: he's he's very cavalier like he's the dude uh like uh in the documentary the dudes basically just like do whatever we have to to scar these people yep um and like some of them like that so there's like you know like cody you know like in haunted houses, it's just like the original kind of like scare like holy shit kind of thing yeah like these people are being like legitimately petrified terrified to like a breaking traumatized down
0: like traumatized like they come out yeah. of this thing and they but the thing is though like they signed up for it they know what they're doing yeah. he puts up all the rules for everything and he i don't know if they still do the same process they did in in the documentary matt the way that he like interviewed them and like what's your biggest fear i don't know how it works now just because it's open in two different places yeah. Yeah, so. so, like, at
1: the time, he would definitely ask people, like, what their fear is, and he would incorporate that, but he would, like, go overboard with it, so, like, you're talking about the drowning, Cody, like, yeah. he would make sure that you would try to, be like, get that simulation of being drowned, just for mm-hmm. you,
0: now, yeah. like, he
1: per- like, like he purposely targets those people to, like, really scare the crap out of them, yep. like, holy shit, dude, like, see, like I
2: said, that's, I, I, if I somehow got talked into doing this, I would not,
1: be able to handle. I'd start throwing fists. So you're gonna have to remind. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to me your question. You're asking us what our take is on it. So it, or? I
0: was just gonna ask if it was something that you would do, just because in the film they do a lot of their extreme haunts It looks like they're looking for the extreme of the extreme. So I was just wondering if it's something, um, if you were to happen upon it, like, or you know, would this be something that you would sign up to do? For me personally, hell to the no, I would never do this.
1: I mean, I, I want to say no. Like, if I was asked just, like, hey, do you personally want to come and, like, put this on your Instagram, make it a thing, and, and then just, like, give me some publicity and publicity for you, yada, 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 I would probably say no. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
1: if it was something that Cody actually really wanted to do for the podcast, uh, then I think we would have to, like, sit, sit in that RV that we would drive to it and, like, really prep talk the entire time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, see, like, if, it, if, if there was – if there wasn't anything that would simulate me dying, because that's the only thing that gets me—you know—the drowning, yeah, <clears throat> the being buried alive, because I have a really big thing about. Same, darkness. me too. Yeah, being, like, like being pitch black outside, I'm fine, but being pitch black like indoors, anywhere where there's only like an exit or two, mm-hmm. like I panic yeah so like but it feels like things playing on it like you know snakes spiders like I fucking hate spiders but I think I could handle like extreme haunts like that where they bury you in spiders and stuff but anything simulating death like, yeah uh,
0: yeah. Shit. And yeah and there's it, it's funny yeah people like yeah, people, mean, people like, yeah. In the world, no know, so, yeah, <laughs> deal with that. no and, and like, people no, so yeah they, 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 they so to drown crazy now,
2: then, like, dude I would I would be have to be raining by yeah myself. like that's
0: yeah people write <laughs> comments underneath the the YouTube video like oh I could do that that's nothing and it's like don't don't try to be like you're a fucking pussy like you wouldn't fucking <laughs> do that like shut the fuck <laughs> up
2: that, that cries when like the cat scratches yeah him. like <laughs> I can't I can't do that
0: like,
1: um, I, know, I know my limits and I know that is where I cut him off at Yep.
0: exactly so I just wanted to see your take on that because I know that this film centers around extreme haunts and I actually didn't know about this until I watched the documentary maybe like six months ago and of course I watched once again at home by myself in the dark and I was like scarred just watching it from these poor people so just wanted to see <laughs> your take on it because it's really fucked up so <laughs> um I
1: mean, don't get me wrong I think it's cool that the dude like is actually doing something that he loves to do that is horror involved and we, we like we're always put like encouraging that and I guess like since he's like very vocal about the rules for it and the contestant or not contestants, but the people walking through the victims. And they're <laughs> contestants, they're, <signing> up, <laughs> they're fucking yeah. it's an yeah. extreme fear factor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do your uh, thing,
0: and, but I don't want anything to do with your thing. So Yeah, <laughs> no, like
1: good on him. Like he built a business out of it right mm-hmm. on him. Like you did something that all of us indie horror creators want to, and so yeah. I do but I, I will yeah. exclusively just watch, not participate. <laughs> yeah, awesome.
0: Okay, so moving back to the films, did you guys buy that this was, like, a, a legitimate film? Like, did you get the sense that the actors, the camera work and everything, were, was it a film that you, that you were in the whole time, or did anything, like, pull you out and be like, okay, like, this is fake? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Because found footage is supposed to simulate you know, reality. So did you buy that it was, it could have been a legitimate film?
1: I mean, so that question is a hard one because we've talked really in depth about when that line is crossed, Mm -hmm. especially with the found footage to where it becomes a horror film to being a snuff film. Yeah. And so like, so we got really good at like identifying those lines and it's kind of like a blessing and a curse because it makes us appreciate a lot (laughs) of those indie movies but it's also a curse because we know when they're, like, it's a thing that they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess for, like, uh, I guess you would have to divide it up via the film. So Mm -hmm. the first one, I would definitely say does a better job at, you know, suggesting that it's found footage, suggesting that it's fake, wherein with the turns and twists it goes to in that one, where for me, and this is just me, so I'm going to let Cody speak his end, but, like, the second one, I feel definitely, like, if you've seen the first one, like, you're not going to really be surprised by anything, um, amazing, you know, in the same, like, there's still a lot of cool scenes and a lot of cool effects that I really appreciate. I'm always going to love practical effects, but there's just parts where it's just like, you can kind of, you can kind of tell, and I, I guess I don't really want to name those parts because I, I feel like it takes away, the mysticism
0: and the, the fantasy of the movie. Yeah, correct. Sense. There is one part um, of the film, and I believe it was in the second one. I don't recall who it was, but he at one point he was like, oh, that's right. I got a film. Like, don't say that. Just just film, you know? Like don't take me out of the film kind of thing. So that was a right. little bit of a problem. Definitely towards the end where it looked like they were in the kidnapping stage with a blue skeleton. It's like when you're when you're kidnapped like that, you're not saying, Oh, gotta remember to film. Like, don't tell me what you're supposed to be doing, just do it. So, um right. I have to agree with that. I did like the first one better than the second one though. But Cody, what do you what are your thoughts on it?
2: Um Sorry, can can you get my two notes?
0: <laughs> You're good.
2: Yeah, I just got to get back to that. Um, so I think, cause like the the first one got rated better through the uh, critics, right, and the audience didn't like it a whole lot. Correct. From what it is, cause I think it kind of I kind of felt the f- same way, like uh, with the audience. You know, they we like the first one a little bit better than or the the second one better than the first one, mostly because like. My issue, especially with found footage films, when they do sequels for it, is that it's all the introduction, Mm -hmm. and so that always takes Mm -hmm. it out of of it for me. Like, you know, there's a lot of introduction of the characters in the first one and talking about Blue Skeleton, and like you said, it took, like, a good hour before, like, it really picked up with its haunts. Yeah. And then, like, I feel like the second one, it just, it got there quicker because we, everything was already established, like, from the first one. Mm-hmm. So yes. that's just, I that's what I noticed with, you know, just horror movies in general. Um when critics really like a horror movie, the fans are like, No, go fuck yourselves.
0: Yeah, correct. <laughs> when uh-huh. The
2: critics hated movie, the fans are like, No, this is a fucking great movie and I I noticed that and that's how kinda how I feel too, especially with sequels. So like I think that's the only thing that I took it out for me with the first one. Like, it's good for found footage because, you know, that's what
1: they're doing. you're doing with yeah. in those types of movies. So. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about, like, obvious, like, signs, like, where it's not being a movie, like, it's fake, I would definitely say the second one, like, is in the intro at the beginning of the movie yeah. where, like, the news coverage is covering basically what happened in the first movie. Yeah. I'm like, you could, you, like I, I still give it a pro for that because, like, I, like... Uh, well, i've made it known on the podcast that i hate hate long, long, I, long I was long gonna ask to you about that <laughs> like, <if> there's nothing <laughs> cool happening to explain those to entertain in the meantime then like like it's a big con for me like i, I was gonna ask
0: it. you about that and <laughs> that's so, funny
1: so like, like hell no but the fact that they did that with the new like they made it like a news coverage like yeah it was a fake news coverage but still, at the same time, like, that was a great way to, like, refresh your memory about what happened for the, the first film.
2: Yeah. And it also
1: helps it with being, like, a found footage film. Because, yeah. like, if you were
2: to actually, you know, in, if that was to happen in real life and stuff, like, with, there would be news coverage about it. So I think it helps, like, yeah. reestablish the whole, like, this is a found footage film, so we want to make it as real as possible. So there, more, there would probably be a newscasting of what happened. Yeah. yeah, so I like how that
0: went. Yeah, I liked. Um, I I feel like they almost did a little bit too much, though. Like they had the quotes, and then they had the interviews, and they had the news thing, and then they had this, and then they had that. Like yeah. just get, yeah. just get yeah. to the yeah, actual. Exactly. Like yeah. just get, because found footage, you don't have quotes and stuff. <laughs> not that they were yeah. not that they were bad, but and they did correlate with what was going on in the film. But for the most part, I would rather just get right into it. Um, but yes. Um, so. Did you so for the first one, um, do you guys like the film where they start with the last scene first or would you rather just that scene saved for the last scene?
1: I mean, so I, I have to like so for me, just myself. Um, it doesn't really, like, mess me up in any way. It doesn't okay. really, like, throw me around because I've seen it so many times in movies mm-hmm. of them doing, a oh, present to what happened in the past to lead yeah. to the present kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just everywhere. And even just, like, sitcoms do that still. Um, yeah. And, and uh, for me, like, seeing her, like, in the trunk at the beginning, yeah. like, it definitely sets a precedent for, like, okay, how did she get there? And so for me, it entices me to figure out what actually happened and find what happened. Mm-hmm. So it does. It, so it doesn't bother me. Um, and I always think it's really great when a movie can kind of do that
0: okay. and
1: still explain its narrative without being ultimately confusing. So in the fact that they tied back to it to those exact scenes, uh, make me like it. So yeah, like I, I liked that yeah. they did that because at least uh, you know it makes up for like. Uh, a a slog in the middle of the movie with like a bass in your face like holy shit why is this girl in this trunk
0: (laughs) yeah I feel like it can be mm, sometimes I like it sometimes I don't sometimes it can be too distracting for me because I'm like oh when's it gonna happen when's it gonna happen when's it gonna happen so but um Cody what what do you feel about that do you like when the when the film starts with the last scene first
2: I hate it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I hate it so much. Like, <laughs> okay. honestly, I hate when, like, when they start like, when they start the movie with something that happens at a different point in the movie than, like, two weeks earlier or shit like that. Like, it, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it so much. Because, like, I'm just like, just start from the beginning because, right. it ru- for me, it ruins it. Like, the whole anticipation, like, oh, when do they get there? Are they gonna ever get there? Yeah, that? that's it's just, like, that's my was, thing. It's like, so- yeah, I, I agree. Don't know. Just if they don't get it, get that point over with. Like, if it's a scene that happens way late in the movie, like I will argue, it's it when they do it right, it's good because like Fight Club literally starts at the end and mm-hmm. then you know gets to that point again. But for the most part, especially in horror movies, I hate it because it's like. You already like oh well more than likely they're all dead except for that one girl so whenever yeah. she's in peril for that scene, you know
1: that she's gonna be fine. Yeah,
0: yeah. I agree. So, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I, I, I guess that's why like you put it in a good sense of like my contention with it because mm-hmm. I think found footage is a better like form for that type of like structure because like it's yeah. it's easier to get away with it. It's easier for it to make sense. Like you couldn't do that with something like. Like, we'll take the Dawn of the Dead remake. Like, if they put the ending of the Dawn of the Dead remake, where they're, like, on the boat at the beginning oh, of the film... Oh, yeah, that so would have been so annoying. Be the that, well, no, they yeah. die at the end.
0: Yeah, yeah I wouldn't have watched it. Would, it. Yeah. But where it's, like, this,
1: where the hot, the House of October built, mm. it, it still leaves a mystery that you're wanting to, like you know, unravel. And so, like, in this specific case, like, I know, like, you're still, like, very adamant about like, it. So that's so, okay. like,
2: I just I think I it's so
0: distracting. You can
1: really pull it off, because when you think about it, if
2: you were literally to find tapes of, like, this atro- of an atrocity that happens, like found footage films, more than likely, you're not going to be starting on tape one. You're going to start at tape three or four. Like, you're going to get, like, start from the middle or even the end, more than likely. But... It's, yeah. just, it's still, I'm just, just
1: fucking show from the beginning. Yeah. Man. It's a movie. Come well, on. What I think would look good <laughs> for it, though, is if it kind of explained who was actually putting the film together. Like, so. Yeah. So, uh, um, shameless <laughs> plug. Uh, when we had, and you'll know what I'm talking about, Crystal, because you had him <laughs> on your podcast, too. Eric uh, Myers from, a. Uh, the yeah! yeah, 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 yeah. I so, love like, him.
0: Mm-hmm. Way,
1: yeah, so the way he structured his with who found the footage was really smart. Like, the, the fact that it was... Mostly the film crew, and then I don't want to give everything away, but like the fact that it was mostly the film crew putting everything together. Correct. Like that was cool because they showed who's actually watching the film.
3: You yeah. Know?
1: And so yeah. Yeah. if they would have just even done something like, oh, it was, it was the investigator, or it, you know, or whoever, really, yeah. to explain why they're putting it in this way. I, I think definitely helps it in, a, in the long run. Yeah. yeah, they did
0: that with Hell House LLC. The investing. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's a really good found yeah, footage film.
2: Saw it. I was a little disappointed with. Yeah, the,
0: I didn't watch any of the sequels. I know that they came out with a third one, um, but I only really liked the that, first one. Is Google, it? So. I the second one. I, I tried to watch the second one. And the beginning was so bad that I couldn't watch it. Um, but. Uh, I actually, I don't know if you guys listened to the one episode I did on it. I was actually at that haunted house.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck. Actually... Uh, I, the reason I haven't yet is because I still want to watch the second one and give it my own take. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was, um,
0: I was there last Halloween um, I remember I was watching the film and I was like, "Wow, that looks so familiar." And I looked it up and I was like, "Holy shit, I was there!" <laughs> the
1: fact that you were actually there and you're calling us legends, yeah. I like, like I think we need to be calling you a legend. Yeah, it was,
0: it was fun. <laughs> it was. Re- I went through the whole haunted house. It was great. It was. I definitely recommend it. It's like 45 minutes away from me, so it's like you know million years away from you guys but anyway <laughs> we get it, we get it crystal we yeah but cool. you guys yeah but you guys are yeah we rub our nose in it yeah but you guys are in colorado like you guys are by s's park with you know the stanley hotel but i've been there so
1: <laughs> look if you want to actually see the haunted parts of colorado do not go to the stanley Hotel. i already
0: went
1: <laughs> i right know next time you come out you let us know we'll get Aaron involved she'll take us to like some of the most yeah. I'm about places. Oh my god, uh, I so need so to come back to Colorado. Like abandoned missile silos we can get into yeah. and stuff. Sweet. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I want to get back there soon. I haven't been there. I was there, like, last year, so awesome. Yeah. Uh, come on, give us a shout. Yeah, we well, yeah. sure. I don't
1: know. Uh, I don't know. Do you drink?
0: Yes, I do. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, we'll not, not, drink. not all the time. <laughs> not all the time, but when I'm on vacation, yes. So I'll definitely yeah. have to get back out there for sure. Um... Okay, so last question and then we're going to wrap this podcast up. Um which one did you like better? 1 or 2? Two? 2. Really? <laughs> See, I didn't like 2 at all. That's just because I like I said earlier, I feel like the guys were just such fucking assholes to Brandy. They did not care about her at all. They were just like, "Come on, like you suck. Just come." and they put yes. the trick on her, and then, like, she got pissed off. Like, I just wasn't into – and it, it just felt like a really long commercial for all these haunts, too, because those are all legitimate haunts, so.
2: Yeah, I well, I liked it because – I liked it because they were assholes.
0: Oh, <laughs> so, no! So,
2: okay, so the reason why is because, like, it just – it makes you hate them so much. Oh, I, I like, hate them. They're such like
0: assholes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. and that's what I think makes a great horror movie is when you have like you know the vil- the bad people like be so bad it pisses you off so yeah. much you want to throat punch them I and, did. Like, you're yeah. just rooting for Brandy like come on come on yeah. show how much of a bitch they really are you can do it Brandy yeah. you can do it <laughs>
0: no I agree I just I, I I hated that I'd like I don't know Matt which one yeah. did you like better <laughs>
2: No, I mean I definitely see your point like they were rough <laughs> so, they were such
0: dicks they were just like come yeah, on you suck forever. like whatever Brandy you're not going to get buried alive again like fuck you dude that's traumatizing
1: yeah, I so mean, like, to be fair to be fair though also they weren't the greatest in the first movie either <laughs> so, no I mean, they
0: weren't I mean, they were better but they weren't because at least they yeah. were sensitive towards Brandy in the second one they just didn't give a right. fuck they were like whatever let's go get this money <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like, let's get this bling, yeah. Yeah, let's uh, get this money. <laughs> <our souls. laughs> so
0: annoyed, I was so angry. I was like, This they could have just done such a better job with the second one. So, I don't yeah, know. They- I mean,
1: I guess it, uh, for me, it, if we're if I had to pick one for like the theme of, of your show and for the, all the horror club and for October, I would definitely pick the first one, yeah, because I do feel like the first one, although, like, my biggest thing about the first one that I don't like is that a good chunk of the movie, even though it's them going from haunted location and not to haunted location, and that's the premise, there's, like, a few times where it, like, fills them doing leisurely things, and that kind of slides on. Like, there's a scene where okay. they go to, like, a strip bar where it's just, like... Oh, yeah, not strippers. necessary,
0: not necessary. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't. I don't
1: care. there's even tongue-in-cheek but... the hilarious as it could be. Yeah, like they could have easily done it, like as kind of like a quick snippet if it had to be in the film. Montage. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah no, you're one. right. Like they kept talking about even. Yeah, no. no I mean, in the like, first so one, they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they so, kept like dragging it out They kept saying we're gonna go to the zombie strip bar And in the second yeah. one too remember They were they were talking about the laser boobs or something yes. Like for so but, long
1: But that one I will at least let go Because at least it was a haunted attraction It's true like, I mean whatever about the laser boobs But like it's okay, the, the rest of the track.
2: The
0: Austin Powers ladies, like, being strippers. Yeah. Cody didn't get to see that part yet. <laughs> so Oh, my God. Right. It was so. Like, I mean, is, I don't really care crazy. about boobs. I mean, uh, boobs are, are a part of horror, fi- you know, horror history. So that's yeah. – it's just – but, yeah, I agree. Like, it didn't need to be, like, that centered on. I just feel like I was like, okay, like, we get it. Don't shove it in my face. Like, I understand. You want to go see boobs. I get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I – but – so I would say for, like, October in general, like – the first one is definitely a good one. And I, what I also like about it is that, so, like, what's cool about it is that it keeps a good, creeping, unnervy atmosphere, unnerving atmosphere, mm-hmm. too, which horror veterans, like, uh, us isn't really going to be a shock value. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really going to, like, bother us. But I do think for people who are still wanting it to get into horror and, like, are raw to it, I think this is, like, a good movie to start with, especially for, like, fan footage movies where, like, people are being chased, you know, yeah. down by a killer yeah. of some sort. Like I think that's good, but uh, I love the second one though, for mm. purely the fact. So like, cause you, we brought up the trauma, right? We brought up the trauma with Brandy. Yep. What I love about it is actually that they included a scene where she's talking to a doctor who studies fear. Yes. And they ba- like my favorite quote was just that like, basically Brandy doesn't want to be the attraction, and mm-hmm. like that hit home with me because I because I have PTSD. Okay. And I know what that feels like. Yeah. And so the fact that they're like you don't want to be the attraction, I'm like. Hell yeah, like I I always love it when a horror movie can put in a good message
0: yeah about
1: whether it's mental health or just like a good moral in general. Exactly. And then, so the fact that they still included that was was awesome. And I think I think the second one overall is more so a message of what it's like to live with trauma and why you don't push people over that edge.
0: Yeah, um, exactly. That's why it so, pissed me off. But that's how I
1: take <laughs> yeah, to like movies.
0: Yeah, they were completely insensitive yeah, cool. towards Brandy. You know, they were just like, whatever, I don't really care. Like, I don't care if you were traumatized by this. Like, they didn't treat her like a human. They treated her for like an attraction, like you said, Matt. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it, I, that's why I didn't like it. So, yeah. Well, you no, know, and I get why, like, someone wouldn't like
1: that either. But that, that's why I loved it. Yeah. Because, like, Because we've always talked about that, like, horror was a great medium for talking about mental health and, like, really hard subjects that you can't really do, you know, like, rom-coms or anything like that. (laughs) You know, see uh, Jennifer Aniston.
0: Yeah, right. Being a
1: movie all about trauma. Yeah, because we did, I did that movie. That was a good movie. I loved that movie. What? Mother jennifer jennifer aniston jennifer Instant, oh, a jennifer not jennifer lawrence,
0: lawrence. lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> jennifer Sorry, aniston okay. actually just i don't know if you i don't know if you guys like uh well i assume you like the marvel movies she came for the marvel movies and <laughs> um the whole marvel universe was just basically like fuck you like the last film you were in was like with adam sandler and it sucked or something it was really funny <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, yeah she basically I, I, I yeah <laughs> trying to advocate
1: that film to me and i'm like
0: don't. <laughs> yeah, she was just like Marvel movies are diminishing the movie, like the the film industry or something. And it's like Jennifer Anderson, The last, like you were in four Adam Sandler movies and they all sucked. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know this isn't really me, but it made me laugh because I thought of it. But when I when I, I saw that article you are talking about, my mm-hmm. first thought I was like, now I can kind of understand why Brad divorced you. <laughs> oh my god!
0: <laughs> right? She seems like a really shitty human being. But anyway, that's this not is, the topic I mean, of this I podcast. This this is, you know, I would rather go. Mary and <laughs> all right guys so anything else you would like to add um tell the people where they can find you um like i said um the punk girl Girl podcast There, um all their links are going to be in the description box um and in the show notes but tell them where they can find you
1: yeah so you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts the only thing we're not on is iHeart Really, just because we haven't cared enough to get on iHeart yet, um, but we're on iTunes, Spotify, <laughs> Google Play. Our website has all of our episodes free for download. Mm-hmm. Uh, www.punkrecordpodcast.com. We also actually have a Patreon that uh, helps fund the show. It helps keep the lights on, and hopefully, we're hoping we gather more patrons so one day we can actually start taking the show on the road Ooh. and, uh, and uh, yeah. come to you know select cities and really get going but the only way to do that is get patrons and but on our patreon patreon we have a lot of rewards we have the punk rock half hour power which is hosted by colorado punk rock armies lala and gwenny and they uh, basically continue conversations that we uh discuss via that week um and so it's we please we just recommend you know go check out our patreon um, and and be, please consider just, like, $2 a month being willing to support us. Yeah, yeah. for uh, sure. I mean, with that, you can also – uh, we we normally plug our merch store. But I was just going to say
0: you guys have merch, right?
1: Yeah, we're actually going to be leaving our merch store soon. We're going to do a type of, like, liquidation kind of sale, even though it's not liquidation. Okay. But it's going to be – we're leaving Teespring. Okay. Uh, to, because we're partnering with – Ethers both LOC. They're uh, yeah, holding ground. are super fucking excited yeah, about it. They're they're located here in Denver, Colorado, and nice. uh, we're partnering with them. They're going to be handling all of our merch stuff, uh, starting at the end of November here. They're going to be dropping a first product, um, and we work really closely with them about all of our products because we want to make sure that all the ghouls and gals and creeps and mutants out there um, have some dope-ass merch that they can wear, mm-hmm. and then wow. also that we're proud of and we trust them. So uh, follow Ether's Oath on Instagram. Those That's the one you want to be paying attention to, but we'll come out with an announcement when we do kind of like a whole big, huge discount sale on our Teespring store before we wow. officially leave it. Uh Going forward, yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, but so you can like us and follow us on Facebook, Punk Rock Horror Podcast. Easy to find us, or on our Twitter at official prhp, mm-hmm. or
2: on Instagram, Punk Rock Horror Podcast hashtag prhp podcast.
1: Cody doesn't have one. I have an Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> not there yet. He's not there yet. I, I don't I'm, know, I'm... myself up to that kind of. It's, it's it's exposure it's actually, it's, you got to be willing to be out there in front of a lot of people yeah
0: it helps it really it helps people people love looking at your face and i know that sounds yeah, creepy yeah, but, but it's true
1: <laughs> but you can find me on instagram yeah. at the undead matt yeah See, you want
2: to i'm me. afraid because you know i've already had troubles people wanted to punch me in I, the was face sc- and like, like, I was just bars gonna say that so gonna oh no <laughs> Yeah, The second I get on Instagram <laughs> and just a bunch of people are gonna go on there there's like, all right, dude, I'm gonna find you and we're gonna get into a fight. They're just I'm gonna like, send why? you a bunch
1: there's of like punching
0: emojis. Like sometimes I feel like uh,
1: waiting
2: for fucking letter Kenny just
0: standing there and like, well, all right, no, well, we're gonna fight uh, Why? Oh my god, oh my god. Alright, guys, so um all of those <laughs> links and all of the um places to find Punk Art Core Podcast will be in uh the show notes um all right guys thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of horror nights and Podcast with uh me crystal also with matt and cody a punk horror podcast thank you guys so much if you guys enjoyed this episode go listen to another one go listen to their episodes binge us out leave me a review leave them a review have the best week ever wherever you are and whatever you do always remember give your honest and horrific opinion no matter what yes
1: I'm totally sorry to interrupt you because i in your flow. I really bad about that. But, like, <laughs> but I but I also wanna I wanna say like again, thank you for bringing us on. Like seriously, yeah, we thank love you. So much. We love Horror Nights
0: and we've been oh, really thank you. to on
1: through your show. So uh, anyone who listens to the pocket horror podcast, you get the hundred percent still approval. Horror nights and thank you.
0: Awesome. So, thank, <laughs> thank you So thank you. Thank you guys. I can't wait to be on your show. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're super excited about we'll get, that. We'll get
0: you on. We'll yeah, figure it out. we'll figure it out. All right, guys. Have a good night, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.
3: Bye. <laughs>